from the Lake Erie shores of Northeast Ohio. Cleveland! Cleveland is a city of champions once again. Since 2012. Yeah. Um, I am not going to do this again. I'm going to ask you in a minute if you think my number one is. And I'll be shocked if you get it wrong. Don't tell me yet. Oh. But, do you know what it is? I think so, yeah. Alright, so, which do you think now, uh, we're in three, two, and one. So if you think you know my number one is, don't mention it. But do you think you know any of my next two? Not really. I don't... Think about what, which one, which ones do I always say, gotta see this. But if you know my number one, don't say it. I think I've even told you my number one is. I don't think I remember. I know what your number one is. Okay, so what other ones do you think I really loved? Oh, I, well, maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know. You don't really say that. You just, like, just go with it. That's true. I don't... All right. (laughs) What was one we missed the last time, which we thought was closed, and then this time we got real close to it? It was a show. A show? Oh! Uh, Wait, is it the Star Wars? No. All right, so here's my number three. I know what it is. That's actually my number two. Oh, okay. My number three, and then as soon as I say it, you're going to go, oh, Muppet Vision 3D. Oh, I thought that was your number one. No. Oh, that's very interesting <laughs> that, that don't... you don't know. Okay, well, we'll see. And then when I, if you don't get that, I'll bet you're going to be really shocked. And as soon as you, yeah, you'll, all right. So anyway, <laughs> Muppet Vision 3D, opening dates, May 16th, 1991, already closed at Disneyland. In fact, when we went to Disneyland in 2015, I was under the uh, impression it was still open. We go there, and it's not there. Oh, wow. I was so depressed. It was frozen. It was a frozen stage show, which is still there, but I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? No, not the Muppets. Yeah, I know you're looking uh, for the we, Muppets. So we spoke about this uh, in one of our quick hits that... Boy, I fear for this thing. Because we went into the Muppet gift shop where there was no Muppet stuff on sale. Yeah. Um, but I love this. Listen, I've said multiple times in this podcast, um, Jim Henson to me is right there alongside Steven Spielberg and George Lucas in terms of the great creators from the 70s and 80s and my childhood. The Muppets is my introduction. We spoke a little bit earlier in this podcast about Mad Magazine being an introduction to comedy, Muppets preceded that. Muppets was my introduction to comedy, to jokes, to gags. Um, I was watching the Muppet Show before I, was, I saw Star Wars. Um, and it's funny, I often mention in this podcast, there's very little child's programming outside of pro wrestling and Star Trek, outside of Saturday morning cartoons. For some reason, I never mentioned the Muppets, because the Muppets was actually the primetime show. Yeah. It is... Still, The Muppet Show is so funny. It's a very funny show. It is dated because so many of the guest stars are from the 70s. Yeah, it does current events. It did current events. It did did current events. I thought... uh, It's weird. I have the first three seasons on DVD. Um, I don't know. They're here somewhere. They never did release four and five. They have Rich Little on there? 
Yeah, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> Don Rickles. Don Rickles is on there. Um, right. Mar- the Mark Hamill episode is yeah. the best episode, I, and that's yeah. not. And even non-Star Wars fans will go, "Oh my god, that is just." It's like a pop culture nuclear explosion. I remember having the Star Wars Insider that was dedicated just to that episode, and they described it as a pop culture nuclear explosion because at the end, he finds Chewbacca, who shows up in the Muppet Show with R two D two and C three PO. Gonzo is Darth Nader. They end up crashing the Pigs in Space, which was the Star Trek party, <laughs> and they're in the Magic Kingdom. So the castle's behind them. And it's just one of those, what in the blue hell is going on here? And who knew later on that that would all be covered under the Disney umbrella? <laughs> right. Um, and it just... But the, the, the show itself and the Muppet Vision 3D, first of all, you're walking into the Muppet Theater. Right. I mean, that's just fantastic. And going in, and you and I just love how they thought to have a pre-show on television with union workers who are Muppets, making that funny, that they're getting ready for the show, and the union workers are trying to get the ladder up, and it's just like any construction site you've seen where they're trying to move something. Oh, 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 wait, wait, up, down, no, right. It's just like, it's so funny. It's just so funny. And the gags, you know, it's funny. When we went there, they had inserted the evil Kermit from the last Muppets Most Wanted, which disrupted the whole thing. And I was like, oh, they're just going to run with this. That was gone by the time we went this time. Okay. Um, And then the show itself... It's all, it's, it reminds me of one of my favorite shows as a kid. It was on Nick at Night, SCTV. Okay. Do you remember yeah. this? Yep. Old Canadian sketch comedy show with Eugene Levy, Mark yep. Short, John Candy. Um, who am I missing? Joe Flaherty, Catherine O'Hara. Where John Candy used to do this thing where he was a television show movie host, Dr. Tongue's 3D House of Pancakes. And the whole thing was him pouring syrup on pancakes and, you know, thrusting his hand. Would you like some syrup? That's totally the gags they're going for with the door handle and then, you know, Fozzie and then the boomerang fish guy. And then Sweetums comes out. And then, oh, by the way, Statler and Waldorf are actually there. And they're cracking their their jokes. Um, And then at the end when they blow the, the theater up and they have to bring in the fire department. It's so great. It's so funny. That absolutely needs updating. But do you, that, that I fear for that. Oh, it's it's. It, I can't believe it's still there. Yeah. You know what the problem is? Every time they make big announcements, it looks like it's gone, and then they expand it, and then they it's like, oh, we're going to expand it. It's going to be the whole Muppet Courtyard. But then they took the Kermit balloon down. Right. Well, it's either going to be gone or it's going to find a resurgence because it is right next to the entrance of this gal- right. Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it is sitting right there. So you're either going to get people going, oh, let's go check out the Muppets, or they're going to, or that's just going to become sort of Star Wars gift area or something. Um, I fear for it. It is so great. I, I as just as much as when I go on the Indiana Jones ride, I become I become a five year old kid when I walk into that sure. thing. Um, it, it, it just you look at the artifacts just hanging around. They're all from the Muppet Show. I, I, I what do you think of this thing? Because I know you, you, your introduction to the Muppets was the 2011 movie, which you ended up loving, mm-hmm. but you never really connected it with it beyond that. And I haven't really forced it on you or anything like that. But what do you think of Muppet Vision 3D? 
Um, I like it. It's not, like, my type of thing, but I like it still. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, the other thing is, since there's never a queue there, did you ever go back and look at the movie posters they have? It's been a long time. They're funny. It's been a while since I've been on that attraction. It's been years. Oh, man. So I, I, it's, I'm not helping the cause. Yeah. <laughs> You're number three. My number three uh, is the Haunted Mansion at the Magic Kingdom. Have you been on the Haunted Mansion? Yeah. When I was a little kid, I'll tell you where, I'm a kind of guy, I don't like to be scared. I don't like horror or things like that. I guess I'm kind of... I liked the old-time movie monsters like Dracula, Wolfman, you know, Frankenstein, that type of thing. For that, you, it's either got to be kitschy or it's really got to have a great story. Yeah, and I remember the first... Stranger Things, Walking Dead. Sure. The first time that I went there when I was a little kid, I think I, I might have been six or so, I wouldn't go on the ride. And... Um, Finally, I, I think it was a couple years later that I got on it and realized, oh, this isn't scary at all. Um, and one of the things I like, talk about immersion, you know, seeing, you see the mansion, um, even in the queue, you're walking through like a cemetery, you, you know, in that. Um, but the fact that we, when you walk into that, you know, they open up the main doors and, you know, a maid or a butler brings you into this room. Now, back in the day, now they kind of shuffle you in. They're trying to get more people through. Back in the day when there weren't as many people going, they would kind of let this thing breathe a little. And you would just stand around waiting in the foyer of that room. We did have that experience one time. And, and that's great. what's going on. When you're, and you're watching the portrait. And all of a sudden, the portrait starts aging. You know? And you're watching. And by the... Then after a while, soon he starts aging and eventually becomes a skeleton. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And finally, then the doors open and, you know, you go into that room with the stretching room. Is this room really stretching in that? But this ride is just classic Disney. First of all, this ride is huge. This is a huge ride. This is a long ride. Now, this is, this is like... We're 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 going to vintage Disney here. We're going back to the early early days, um, and these to me half of it is they've updated a few things, but going through most of these are the original visual, um, for lack of a better term, gags that were created back in the day. You know, in the seventies. You know, and going down the uh seeing the um crystal ball um with the seance and going through the attic going backwards um down into the cemetery there um seeing the ballroom with the people you know the ghosts dancing there's a really great story about that crystal ball Uh uh-huh they had to do a special for something and the do you know about the woman who recorded that uh, refresh my memory. I think she I've heard was something just a, about it. She was working at Disney. I think she was a secretary okay. at Disneyland. Um, so they had her record it, and they, she did a great job, and they just, they've been using that recording ever since. Well, they had to do something to fix it, and they found out that her daughter worked at Disney World. So they went and they talked to her, and they asked her if she wanted to do it, and she did it. And, and 
That's so great. yeah, it's the whatever when they whatever whatever they had to fix is done by the same lady's daughter. That's amazing. That's because um, I guess like she's always. Oh, maybe she would go around to parties like, hey, maybe you know my mom, and she would impersonate her mother, and you're like, perfect. That is awesome. The, um, when my, took my son Ethan, it was a couple years ago, it was his first time on it. I think he, same like me, he was a little scared. And then he got on, and he was just like, this isn't scary, this ride's stupid, you know. It, my daughter was like, this is stupid. We went on again this year. Thank God, Ethan, he got it. He He's 13 now, and he really appreciated it. He really understood, like, he was getting the history of the whole thing. He was, he was again, amazed at the size and the scope of the ride. And he's, he, um, Ethan has gotten into, he, Ethan likes horror, He's into creepy things, so this was kind of up his alley now, and it was so great for him. I loved the fact that he got it, that he understood the appreciation and the hard work that went into this ride, and um, the history that went with this ride is um, There is something. a coffee table book about that. I It's expensive, mm-hmm. but it's just about, all, and it's, I guess I want it so badly, it's got all like production art and concept art from like way back in the '60s when they really? were developing this thing. Um, I wonder if they have it at the library today, so I could at least check it out. Yeah, it's. Um, I'll say one thing about you, Lily. Um, first time in Disney World, I was concerned. No fear. You were like, "Let's go! I'm in." You sat on that thing. You watched. You laughed at like when you saw the person hanging. You're like, ah, right, yeah. you like you saw the room stretching. You weren't. A, you've never been afraid of that thing. You loved it. You, I remember like getting off. I was, like, mommy and I were a little concerned. You're like, let's go again. You're like, no fear. Even when the ghost was sitting in I the, love that. I in the about car that. with us. Nah, you loved it. You, you thought it was great. Mm-hmm. CJ went with us. We figured he was too young. He was laughing. That's great. That's great. The only part he was a little worried about was the bride in the attic. Right. That was the only yeah. time he was kind of like, whoa, guys. This seems a little, little odd. Yeah, the only other ride, which it should have been an honorable mention of mine, that kind of compares, that goes hand in hand, but I didn't want to get two of the same, was Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a similar type ride with mm-hmm. boat. Talking about history and nostalgia, um, same type of deal there is is a huge long ride but yeah haunted mansion is just uh, i like that one too. That's yeah cool. love that ride my number two i think i have your... do you know my number two i think so okay pirates of the caribbean no what <laughs> it, would be, it would be an honorable mention it's not is that one of your favorites yeah. Well, okay, talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about that, because it didn't make your list either, huh? It didn't, and it could have. Yeah, I, I think this is one of those lists you know, are talking about. If you ask us tomorrow, we could give you a different list completely. I could almost mm-hmm. make that ride number one on a, on a, different, a different day. day yeah. So what do you like about it? I like the, all like the pirates. Did the... I love I love just walking the queue mm-hmm. again. I love the queue to this ride. And there's something just about that smell in there. You smell that water and yeah. um there I mean you got that the the music that's playing in the background to get you in the mood and this the whole dungeony uh type aspect of walking through that um queue is just 
great. It did, is a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you know, I'll tell you a little, um, I learned this on a backstage tour. Um, you know that little drop, that tiny little hill at the beginning when mm-hmm. you get on the boat? Yeah. That is not in the Disneyland nope, version. Um, the reason that it's... And it's in, Blackbeard in Disneyland, too. Ah, didn't know that. Um, the reason that that's there, they had to do that to clear the train tracks above it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. They, they needed to make... They needed room. Yeah, they have to have enough cover for the train tracks to go over. And in that's order, interesting. In order to get around that, yeah, they put that little... They put that little hill in there. But, yeah, the pirates were great. Uh, I like when they, uh, even adding Johnny Depp, the animatronics after, worked really, really well. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem to bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw the original Pirates of the Caribbean line in Disneyland right before they refurbished the whole thing. And this is way back in 2000. And, uh, I don't remember. Um, I like the ride. A lot, and I'll mm-hmm. say, especially since it's not even on the list for either one of us. Right. When you get into that really large area where the battleship and the fort, just, like, yeah, whoa, this is cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I, I hate getting splashed. I in got area, splashed the last so time. So cool. I was. I it, thank goodness I was so hot that day that I didn't mind, and I knew I was even though I was wet, I was getting out. I was going back into the heat, so I knew I would dry off. Yeah. Quickly. Do you have a favorite pirate in that ride, or not really? I, I like all. Of them. Just like the whole theming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, that is just a fun. What your favorite section? I I really like all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're you're big into that one. I remember you you wanted to take a bunch of pictures. Oh. You spotted someone this time before everyone else. Do you remember? You started looking around in the cages. Oh, yeah. And you saw... Go ahead. Tell tell us about that. Um, I forgot his name, though. Captain Jack. Captain Jack. So, while we were in the line... Okay. He was actually inside of, like, the cages, and he's like... Really? Yeah, and you could... He said hi to me, because, like, he was just in there, and I was looking in. That is hysterical. (laughs) She's looking in one of those little low areas. I guess when he comes out... To do his thing in the in the show, right? That little He's, stage performance. Yeah, he comes Lily out through looks there. Down, mm-hmm. Looks down, and she's talking to someone. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Captain Jack. And she's like, yeah, he's, he's right there. That's that really a fun. that's a cool experience. Mm-hmm. That's cool that you got to do that. So where are we, man? My number two. Yes. All right. Which? What is my number two? I think now you probably know what my number one is. Yeah. What's my number two? My number two. We, and this is the one I was saying. We got up real close this time. Had an awesome experience we weren't expecting. Met some people. Oh, I know what it is. I don't know. Tell them, Tim. Oh, it's Indiana Jones. Oh, it's Indiana Jones. It's the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular. I'm not exactly sure when they added the epic part. I don't know. But it's, uh, now it's officially known as the epic stunt spectacular. There's the meeting. Uh, numbers are starting to drop off for this. Let's add Epic. That'll fix all their problems. What? If there's anything that... I mean, so much of Disney World's uh, productions are impressive, but perhaps none more so than Indiana Jones's Epic Stunt Spectacular at Hollywood Studios opened in August 25th, 1989. Um, the scope of that thing to this day is surprising and it's been around for 30 years 
I remember loving this thing, and I, I told the story already of what of the experience I had meeting the original Indiana Jones, Kevin Broussard, um, not Harrison Ford. Um, and he was such a great guy. Go ahead and listen to our um, the quick hit on the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and I talk a little bit about that. Um, but it's... You, he comes in, and first of all, what do you need to see? What is perhaps the most famous scene of ever, anything Indiana Jones ever? The Oh, it's the boulder. The boulder. The boulder, right? Mm -hmm. That's the thing you need to see. And that's what you start with. And the fact that he just comes falling out oh of the air. Oh my gosh, how great is what a, it? What an intro. What an intro. And it's just, it's really, really fun because we were so close, you know. I always like to refer to this. It's an old theater a theater uh, trope, but the person who puts the fine point on this is Stone Cold Steve Austin, where he talks about when you're in a big crowd, you know, you have to have big motions. He goes, well, you can't drink a beer for the guy in the first row. You got to drink a beer for the guy in the last row. All right, so we were so close. Like he was, his motions were very theatrical and very over the top. It was actually very charming and fun to watch because his every time he was adjusting his collar, his elbows going above his head to do it. Um, anytime he's taking off the satchel, he's like his entire torso is involved in taking off that satchel. Where you and I are just using our our, our forearm, um, but it was so much fun to watch. And just the fact that the entire set moves and you have an entire set behind it with a plane that will explode at a later time during that show mm -hmm. and the the humor in that is right even though you're you're technically supposedly watching a movie being produced the humor is somehow so in lockstep with the movies the Indiana Jones movies that it's it's funny, you always say that only Harrison Ford will ever play Indiana Jones. Well, actually, many people have now played Indiana Jones, and they do it just fine. Um, it is so much fun to watch. I think it's becoming a lost gem, and I was really happy to hear it's in line for a refurbishment as opposed to being axed. You, there was one time, I don't know if you remember or not, you told me that it was closed. And I told you, no, no. <laughs> it was closed when we were there. Something happened. Okay. It wasn't anything major. But it reopened while we were there. I remember like going and saying, Nina Jones closed, and I was really concerned. And then we found out later in the day that it did reopen. So uh, I think that's probably when I told you. And, uh, of course, you know, you listen to people, and they're idiots. So I, I don't have enough good things to say about this because there will never be enough good things to say about it. It is just absolutely... One of my favorite things, I and I and again go back and listen to the story. I got to talk to the guy who was the original originally Indiana Jones. Got to take a picture with the guy who's currently playing Indiana Jones, um, and the the uh, lady who's currently playing Marion. You know, Lily, you haven't seen the movies, but do you kind of get what you're going to see yeah. with Indiana Jones. What do you think of this thing? I like it a lot. It's I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to see the movie because. Would you think? Really cool. Would you think when you saw that boulder coming out after him? I thought it was actually going to smush him. Right. <laughs> well, just so you know, pretty much everything everything you see in that stunt show, you see in Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's all that. That's all of that comes from Raiders. Yeah, of the Yeah, they Lost based Ark. it off the movie. Yeah, they hit a lot of 
the great big moments from Raiders of the Lost Ark, which to me, I mean, come on, you're pumping John Williams music, you know, while you're watching this. And the stunts are great. Oh my gosh, they're fantastic. And even the stuff that wasn't exactly in the movie where they're running up the ladders mm-hmm. and that chase across the rooftops was, oh, it was fantastic. I Yeah, I'm with you. There's not enough... Uh, great things that I can say about that thing. That's yeah, a great it's, choice. It's I I really wish <laughs> I, I didn't do this. Oh, on the way out, they have the tank and the Jeeps from Last Crusade. You remember the tank that the, the cannon blew up and splintered sure. apart? They have it out there. That's the actual one. That's the actual one. I was unaware of that. Mm-hmm. I'll check that out the next time I'm there. Yeah. That's very cool. That is awesome. Tim? My number two. Do you know you, you know my number two? No. Why not? <laughs> uh, all right. I'll, I'll let you know. It's Space Mountain. Oh, I love Space Mountain. Oldest ride, longest line. Mm-hmm. It is... Uh, Did you ever see that? What? The Ric Flair t-shirts where he's standing next to Space Mountain. No. Oldest line. Or oldest ride, longest line. No. They're really funny. That's like the one wrestling t-shirt I'm like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, it, that is cool. You know who Ric Flair is, right? Yes, I okay, do. That I do. That is, uh, yes, I do know Ric Flair. Woo. Um, I again, this was a ride the first year. I was too afraid to go on this thing. How old is that thing? It's I don't know. It was one of the first, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it was there since Disney World opened, but I mean, they have one at Disneyland, which is not the same as the one at Disney World. Um, How would you know? I've heard. <laughs> hey, you're in the dark. No, yeah, right. Well, I know for one thing at Disney World, um, different hemisphere. You're turning left. Right? That's exactly it. Uh, you're the car is. Uh, you ride one behind the other, single file. Um, at Disney World, in Disneyland, you're sitting side by side in oh, the yeah, car. I guess you're right. Um, oh, yeah. I know that, um, but. There's something that I just, it's so retro, this ride. And there's nothing much to this ride if you if you just turned all the lights on and you got there. It's just what they call, like, I think they call it the Wild Mouse is the type of coaster that it is. You found a YouTube video, I don't know how, I don't know, Disney must have, wow, I just, where it's Space Mountain with the lights on. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. found that. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool, cool. Cool. cool to see. I but, like how the people mover goes through that. Yes, yeah, and you know yeah. what? It kind of bums me because they're used. They put up almost like a wall. You don't see as much as you used to. On mm. the people mover, you used to see everything. The I uh, my favorite uh, part about the people mover, I like every now and then. I've been on it where the lights are on in Space Mountain. And to be able to go through and see the track while the lights were on. You've been on it like that? I, on the people mover. I was on the people oh, mover. Right, right, right. And so since it goes through, if they were, if Space Mountain was maybe shut down or something, they were doing some maintenance, they have the lights on in there. And when you go through in the people, people mover while it's like that, you get to see the track. Wow. Um, on. Really kind of neat. Kind of neat. Um, when I was a kid, I, I just love getting up to the top. I love those ramps um, going up there. When I was a kid, I was just I wanted so badly to ride my bicycle down those ramps. I go, this would be so fun to ride, you know, my bicycle just to get, you know, you know, 
down there. There's just something about just getting to the top, just to get onto the ride, um, walking through there. Uh, it kind of it, and it's a long walk, and it gets you, but it gets you in the mood. You know, you're walking by, and you know, you see the the windows, like you're actually on like a spaceship or some sort of space port or something. You're like so that. right. It's so retro science fiction that's not branded to anything and I'm glad yes because you can almost just let your imagination run wild with it yes yeah and um yeah so I half of my love for that ride is really just getting up there uh just now right now I love it's got to be a fast pass now because yeah just standing in the regular line it gets tedious but when if you got a fast pass and you get to walk really fast through that line and up those ramps. There's kind of just, pretend you're on a mission. Yeah, and there's kind of this anticipation that, yeah, right, you can kind of, in your own mind, uh, create your own mission that you're you're uh, going to launch for something. And then um, getting on there, and when they first, you know, when you're waiting, you're just waiting, and they take you around that first corner to launch you, and you, you go through that tunnel with the with the lights flashing, the blue and uh White lights flashing. How great the is old, that? Uh, yeah. Old Buck Rogers television series. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's great. That's a great pull. Yeah, I love that. And but then just climbing to the top, and there's just something about not seeing where you're going. It's there's somewhere you can see just enough if you're sitting in the very front. And sometimes they adjust the lights. Sometimes it's lighter in there. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. darker. There's just and there's not any great drops to it, but they just um my wife maria she went on it once uh, on halloween and they did a thing where they turned off the lights completely no space field she said you were totally in the dark she said it was a blast she said it was great but like this and when you're getting at the end and you hear the the through the speakers and then to again end it in that red tunnel like you're re-entering the atmosphere a great ending um to a ride that's fantastic it's uh, yeah i um i can't get enough of that ride we just it's it's just a like again part of history not much to the ride but there's just there's just something about it i, I really just uh get a big smile on my face uh whenever i'm on that ride all right i guess we're my number one is the haunted mansion the haunted mansion yes um, this could have been my number one. I could have. I and I'm glad that this is your number one. Now I have a, a qualification for this. I actually put Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Okay. August 9th, nineteen sixty nine. Same age as you, my friend. Um, and here's seventy. The re- I was born in seventy. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> All right. How old are you? Uh, how old am I? Forty nine. Well, this says forty nine years ago. Oh, it's going to be 50 on August 9th. Fair fair enough. It's like in three weeks (laughs) it'll be 50. So, okay, so not for long. Let's just say that. It's it's like in three weeks it'll it'll celebrate its 50th birthday. Um, Anyway, and I picked Disneyland because that was the first time I went on it. Because my first trip to Disney was Disney. And it's got the hat box ghost, which Disney World does not have. And although I've never seen it, have you ever seen, I'm sure you have, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay they do to this thing? They don't do that at Disney World. No, they don't. They don't. They do it at Disneyland only. Yeah. And I have to say, 
I heard it's. I, yeah. I I was I thought for sure they did it at Disney World. No. And then my friend went this past Halloween, and she was taking pictures with the haunted mansion. And I'm like, hey, where's all the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff? They don't do it there. I am so happy I found that out before we would go for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I would race over there and go, hi. Bit, it would have been the biggest disappointment yes. of your life. So now I'm now I don't now it's fine. Um, on the Nightmare Before Christmas DVD, they have a, uh, about a 40-minute documentary just about how they did the uh, overlay for Haunted Mansion. I've watched it three times. It's remarkable. But the hat box ghost is, you might not even remember this thing, where you, you see he's got a hat box, his face transfers from there to the hat box, and then he shows up at other parts during the Haunted Mansion. It's virtually the same otherwise. Right. But... I, I, I'll just say this real quick. I've heard that uh, the rides, the rides that are at Disneyland and Disney World, the same ones at the Magic Kingdom, like Space Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and all that, they say the Disneyland versions are better. Yes, but not. This is not like a market. Um, like no, it, yes, they're a little bit superior, but not something like you should feel. Oh my God! This sucks. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. Yeah, I, you definitely do need to get to Disneyland. Oh, I, and I will someday, and I really um, want to. Well, we have to talk about that because yeah. uh, I got an idea. Um, <laughs> official podcast of uh, Disney World. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's uh, there's so many of those I think already. It's I don't know how it's the first ever Disney ride I ever went on. I didn't know what to expect. I went in. I still remember. I remember so little about my very first Disneyland trip because it was 2000, February 2005, okay. maybe, or 2004, something like that. And we did, I was 31, I don't know, something like that. And we did um, Disneyland, we got some package deal, we did Disneyland and Universal Studios in the same day. And that was the only day we went. So we missed so much. I think I did, like, I don't even remember seeing that castle. I don't think I ever walked through the castle. Um, we, whose castle is that anyway? Over in Disneyland. Uh, over in Disneyland, Aurora's. Yeah, Aurora's I was castle. Say, yeah. And movie. you know everything you said is true, and it's so impressive, and it's so much fun. And of all the attractions at Disney, I'm most fascinated by that one because it's one of those like I I can see very clearly how it was done. I still want to know all about it. Yeah. Um. It's so, it, to me, it speaks to pure craft yeah. and how inventive it was and how that, to me, maybe more than any ride, just going through the banquet hall, I, I have to ride that. I don't think I've seen everything yet. No. Um, I love the piano. Yeah. I love... Mm-hmm. The portrait where the, the guy's floor. dueling. Oh, that's fantastic. Where they come out of the portraits and they turn around and they duel. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, the people hanging out on the chandelier. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's... It, I, that, I can't say enough about it because it's just... There's so much that needs to be said. It's that... I have to get that book. I've, I, it's... It, like I said, there and the, on the on that Yester World Entertainment, I think there's a Haunted Mansion one. I haven't watched it yet because it's almost like I have to save that for a special occasion. But it's such a great ride. It, it's the best ride at Disney. And I know we never deal. This is our favorite. But to me, it's the best ride at, at Magic Kingdom because it's somehow it's so 
removed from anything that's at Magic Kingdom yet somehow still belongs there. And it looks almost unassuming, but the closer you get, it it feels creepy, but in, in an inviting sort of way. Yeah, how is that? Uh, I it's mean, creepy, it, but warm and charming at the same time? It, it, <laughs> how is that? It's made me like drive by other houses, and there's enough derelict houses around there. I'm like, I want to check that out. That'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure nothing will happen. Um, I it's I know they I know they're they're supposedly making another movie about it, and I'm all for it. They did a, a limited issue comic series for it right after we got back from I think this is shortly before you joined us. I had there were six issues. It was written by Joshua Williamson, who wrote Nailbiter, and who's currently writing The Flash. Okay, and it was really good. Um, it talked about the 99 happy haunts and even the I even the even the songs great it's it's almost a musical to some degree about a haunted mansion um the graveyard is phenomenal the singing busts uh it, it's everything about it it's horror that makes you smile yeah and somehow there's no jump scares um I don't know it's it, how do you have charming horror it's amazing I figured it out man so that is my favorite. Lily, what do you what do you think of this thing? What was uh I know you spoke a little bit about it, but do you remember at all like how were you not afraid to go see these ghosts? Did you just kind of know it was supposed to be fun? Yeah. I, I by the outside of it it kind of looked creepy, but it kind of didn't at the same time. And we found the wedding ring this year, didn't we? Cuz we watched the Disney mm-hmm. food blog that you found and we like where it's, it's actually near trash cans. I had no idea. Yeah, there's uh, the wedding ring for the bride. Okay. Or one of the wedding rings, I guess, is embedded yeah, in the ground somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, the other thing we forgot, the, the, the tombstone out there with Lady Lenora's face oh. on it, who will look at you. Sometimes. You don't know about the tombstone? There's a tombstone out there. As you're getting ready to ride, it's got a face on it. And if you watch the face, it'll open its eyes and look at you. Sometimes. Right, every time I've gone, I've seen You've never seen that? Is this at Disney World as well? Oh, no, it's at World, yeah. Where is this now? As you're on the ride, when you as go through the graves, the ride. When, you're, when you're waiting in line, when you're getting in, before you even enter the mansion okay. itself, there's the tombstones, there's a bunch of them, and one of them's got a lady's face on it, and if you watch, she opens her eyes, and she looks around. Just You've never seen this? No, I've never seen oh, that. I'll have God. to look yeah, for that. It's, the, it's, Lily was the first one to point that out to me. She's like, Daddy, it opens its eyes, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like waiting for it. And then it looked, it, then it did. I'm like, oh my god, it's uh, it, that that's that's my favorite. All right, so Lily, before we get to Tim's number one, mm-hmm. what is your number one? The Rock and Roll Roller Coaster. Yeah, okay. You said the Rock and Roll Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Why? Because um, it's really fast and all of the upside downs. And so the upside downs. Okay, mm-hmm. so we established that as your number one. How about number two? Test track. Test track. Oh yeah. Test track. She's got a need for speed. Yeah, that must be it. So, are, what other ones have we yet to cover that you would have put on your list? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. What did you like about test track? Test track. I really like how you just like make your car, and that's what you see. That is kind of cool when you're, and then you see how the results, uh, how you do a, mm-hmm. against uh, other cars. That is cool. She built this 
monstrosity <laughs> with massive tires in all but one category. She obliterated. She were were you like the top in two categories? You were the top of the day. Mm-hmm. Like you see, like top leaderboard, and she was the top of, of all of them. That's fantastic. It was a monster truck too. <laughs> That's great. I think I watched some YouTube videos once on try how to build a really good car, and. I still didn't build it right. And the fact that you went in and, and uh, built well, something. she built that, it for her brother with her brother in mind. That's, a, yeah. that's like, well, impressive. Truck, so. And then the, the waiting area with all the new Fords. Uh-huh. Um, thankfully, that was there because CJ was there for two hours. <laughs> two uh, hours? Yeah, because you guys oh, got stuck yeah. on it. And we were like, oh, God. I, if ever we were going to get stuck somewhere, we were in the right place because mm-hmm. CJ's obsessed with cars. Um Anything else? What about uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Ride? Oh, yeah. I like that. Not I... top five, though? <clears throat> no. Um, so let me see. Let me see if Slinky, I can get some of yours. Slinky Dog Coaster? I, I never... We didn't oh, get on didn't that. Didn't get on that? It's funny. <laughs> I laugh. It's a fun coaster. Uh, we got on it, and near the second half of the coaster, uh, you get up high, and I'm sitting next to my son, Ethan, and we get a good overhead view of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Did you really? And I, I, all I said, I go, Ethan, Star Wars, Star Wars. And, and the ride's going up and down. We're bouncing up and down, but You're Ethan and I are just turned our heads uh, to the side as we're trying, trying to, to get uh, the, a look at Star Wars land, and it looks very large. What about Small World? It's a small oh, world. Oh, yeah, that's in my top five. Yeah, you guys love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get that song out of my head if I go on <laughs> I know. What about Frozen? Frozen, that is in my that top That is a cool too. ride. Yeah, that is, is actually cool. a repurposed ride that yeah. used to be... Yeah, we've with, been in it. Matter. Uh, Maelstrom? Maelstrom, yeah. Yeah. I, we saw Maelstrom once. We got to see it yeah. once. And yeah. they did a really great job with they, that ride. They leveled up with the... Facial animation on yeah. those things, and mm-hmm. the and the like. Olaf looked real. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my favorite part about it. Mm-hmm. It's Olaf. it's funny. Uh, yeah, he was cool. It, uh, another ride I'm thinking of too that was kind of cool was uh, the fireworks were going on. It was near the end of the night, and Peter Pan always has this gargantuan wait. Like you know, it's for some reason like you know two hours, and there was only like a, like a twelve minute wait, and we went on that. Man, that ride! I went on it as a kid. And boy, that brought back some nostalgia too. That was—it's just a fun little ride. It's just mm-hmm. you know one of those dark room rides, but you're hanging. Oh, I love that thing. when you go over mm-hmm. London. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. It's yeah. really neat. And those are some of the ones we were able to get CJ on, like and Winnie the Pooh's ride. Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great one. Any ride you don't like other than Dinosaur? Which what I'm don't you? What don't you like about? Why don't you like Dinosaur? It's very scary. The last dinosaur. My wife agrees with you and it's kind of funny because whenever they take the picture um when they do the scare with t-rex she's her head's always buried because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to look she doesn't want to watch so she yeah. would totally mm-hmm. understand the other thing is do you remember why you got scared initially because she got the, be oh. the one picked out of the crowd when because she was only four gotcha going on five she got picked out of the crowd to put the jacket on and then got to sit up front. Now, so they probably thought she was like eight or nine, but she's... And also, I hadn't been on that ride before. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cute. Look at the dinosaur over there. One of them's coming out of the side. You weren't freaked out about that. But then that one comes, and it's like right in your face, mm-hmm. and it's massive. You didn't... Now, I'll say this. You didn't freak out about it. You kind of went... And then after that, you're like, I don't want to go on that again. Mm-hmm. So, I remember... I get but why. Then the second time, I was more scared. 
You forgot, I think. Yeah. And I think it was until you were on it ride, you're like, wait, uh, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no turning back now, kid. I can I can see it, I because I always forget where things are coming out at you, and I, I there is a little bit of nervousness for me on that ride, so mm-hmm. I favorite, get it. Favorite park? Park? Uh, Magic Kingdom. Anything that uh, we missed? Anything you would add? What's the one with the dinosaur? That's a universal. Oh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park? Yeah. You like that one? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a Wait good a minute, one. Wait a minute, that one's not scary? No. No, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the T-Rex. It's got a T-Rex at the top, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> no. the, the thing is, I think the T-Rex is in daylight. Okay. And that other one's like lit up demon-like red. They changed it now. It's Jurassic World ride. Yeah, nothing Jurassic World. No, they just changed it like, over. Wait. They literally just changed it over. They're, like, like a week ago. Oh, okay. I was gonna uh, say. Um, they, the you can. Did they it, not a, know that movie was coming out? It's essentially out? the same, but they have the I don't know, uh, from Jurassic World that big, Sea World type, you know. Really. They have you. They have video screens where you go through one part, and they have that thing swimming around you. It's the same ride, but they put those in, and it looks like you are going through the tank. Lie a plural now. And it. It like smashes into the tank, but I mean it's still the same ride mechanic, but they changed a few things. They have uh, you can on YouTube you can see the ride through. Let's check that out. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know it's funny about that ride. It's dated now that you've seen other things that basically probably like you can see some of the poles for the dinosaurs. Right, and I still like it. Well, that's why they updated it a little bit. I, I think that some of it's a lot of it's still the same, yeah. but they it's worth checking out. Anything else thing. we missed? Mm-mm. Is there anything that you didn't get to do on there that you want to do when you go back? Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog? It was fun. Slinky Dog was fun. Yeah, that, they, it took us a couple trips to get on that, too, because it's, it's such a new ride that it's pretty I think popular. we were interested, but collectively we were a little bit disappointed in Toy Story Land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's was, not much to it. It's really no, not. It was, it's not even worthy of land, I don't think. Yeah. Like, no. the coolest thing I saw were the, the marching soldiers. Yeah. Those were cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, should Tim wrap this up? Mm-hmm. All right, Tim, what do you got? Do you know what it is? What do you think it is? You're number one. I thought it was going to be Space Mountain. Okay. Um, let's see. Is look it at, at you. Mag- look at you trying to look. Yeah. Is it Magic Kingdom? No. Oh. This is weird. You can probably Soren. No. Say I but close if that means anything to you. <laughs> same park or is that what you're no. saying? No. No, not oh, the same. Oh, okay. Park. I'm going to say it's um the one we didn't get on from Pandora. Oh. The Flight of Passage. Yes, and that is it. Um That wait time yeah. was so it was like it was already what nine forty five, with a hundred and twenty minute wait time. We we're like, I we wish were so done by that. Time. I wish I had known what my wife had known. I don't know if she knew it. You, we went on it six times on our trip. Six. Yeah. Um, How? Yeah, that's I couldn't figure out. We were fortunate enough to get fast passes before we left, so we had one, one fast pass. 
my wife, she goes on, uh, it's called touringplans.com. She, she loves Disney like no one I know loves Disney. You need to hook up with them next yeah. time. And she, she literally has an app um, that she is on all the time. It's like people, like message board type things. It's like a community. And she learned that they will drop fast passes um, at certain times of the day for the ride. So now we knew that, but we still couldn't get any extra ones. Yeah. She knew, like, like I think after you use your initial three, if you, she said that you were supposed to grab one at the park, at Animal Kingdom, grab one for anything, and then, then try to modify it. I think one of the drop times was like 3.01. And another one was five oh one. She yeah, she literally went in at three oh one. She's like, got it, you know. She did it again, got it, you know, at a, another the, another day wow. and things like that. And uh, another trick that we uh, that she did was um, we went on like the park closed at ten. We got in line. Now they said there was a two hour wait. We got in line at like nine fifty eight. They have to let you in line. And they have to let you on the ride, unless it breaks down or you know, thunder or lightning. Now, from what I've heard, that they let the they exaggerate the wait time at the end of the night to discourage people from getting in line. And they, I, yeah. And we, it was we were waited probably like a little over a half hour before we got into like the pre-show areas where they start doing things with you so well anyhow now yes i could definitely pick like space mountain as my number one and i I don't know if this will stand the test of time but i will tell you i'll tell you this i'm not a fan of avatar um i was like why are they even building this land i saw the movie who cares 10 years ago right and um you have to admit you walked there that's pretty impressive oh yeah it's well, the river ride we went on was pretty awesome. Okay, was the animatronic going to the Avatar at the end? Yeah. yeah. Why does it break down a lot? Sometimes it breaks down. They they put up a video screen and they'll show a video of them doing it. So oh no, it was working when we were there. That is a cool animatronic. Yes. Um, almost disquieting to a degree. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I don't really care for like I said Avatar or anything like that, but there is just something. And they do a good enough job where just walking even through the fast pass line to get up there is pretty impressive. You're getting great views of the, you know, floating island. And forgive me, people who are listening, I don't know a lot about Avatar, the names and things like like that. Um, And they explain it. About the name of the island? Well, no, about any of the terminology. I guess I, maybe I know the Navi or whatever. I don't know. Dave? <laughs> but Where's they, it Dave? They, they do, again, they do a good job with the story. I will give them credit with that. Um, you go into the facility, and they tell you, you know, Earth is back on Pandora, and they rebooted the Avatar program. And they're, they pair you with an Avatar. Um, type thing and you're going to what's that nothing oh i thought you were gonna say something um they 
pair you with an avatar and you're going to be able to ride uh, Ekron, also known as a Banshee. Um, essentially, this ride, all it is, you've been on Soren. Yeah. It's a the Superman ride. Yeah. The super, why do you say the Superman ride? Oh, when I get on that, I put my fist in front of my face and pretend I'm flying like Superman. How yeah. Can you not? Yeah. Yeah, and Soren's great. I love Soren, but man, this is Soren on steroids. This is Soren on steroids. Um there is something like you get on this thing that's almost like a motorcycle almost. Like you're you're in a row. It's the same mechanic as Soren kind of. And um you're straddling it. And, the, like, these harnesses come up behind you. Like, they make you secure in there. And they start flashing lights at you like you're being linked with your avatar. And then, bam, you're, like, all of a sudden in Pandora on your banshee. And you can feel this thing. You can feel it breathing, like, under your legs in that. And the first thing you do is you are you're on these mountains and you take a dive off these mountains and this thing like it moves you like nothing is moved like you move with this thing and I can't and you're not really you know you're not really diving it's not like you're really going down a hill or you're anything just forward. yeah they're kind of tilting you forward maybe moving you a little bit I cannot tell you the sensation you get on it. The wind, the amount of wind they're blowing in your face, um, the um, the smells. Um, you go across water. Of course, you're being sprayed with the water and the mist. Um, and I heard about this ride. You know, people were pumping it up, pumping it up. You know, okay, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's going to be great. When I got off that ride. Marie and I just looked at each other. We're like, what? How? Every, we were stunned. We were stunned the first time we went on it. It was just me and her. And Was it this past trip was the no, first time? No, no. Okay. It was, uh, this is actually the third trip that we've been on it. Um, and we loved it so much that we got up early the next morning and waited an hour before the park opened because we didn't have any more fast passes wow. to get right on the ride. And now, when you go on it a few more times, it's not as great as the first time, but it is great. I You talk about Superman. There is nothing, Darren, that has made me feel like I am flying like this thing makes me feel like I am flying. And it's so weird because I am literally, I kid you not, I'm laughing when I'm on the ride because when I'm going down, you know, when this thing, the Banshee, takes its dives, I'm literally trying to jump off the Banshee because I feel, I really feel like I can fly. I'm like, I am so into it like i've never been i know it's you know there's just something like i'm trying to i'm literally i'm glad thank god that these harnesses are on it because it is like that um engaging and the best was when i took my kids on it because my daughter she got off the ride and she she knew she knows it was 
like Soren like that, but you have like the 3D glasses too. And she just looked at me and she went, what? How? What? I mean, that's all she was saying when we were walking off the ride. And it's, I love getting on the ride when you know it's someone's first time on the ride because they're, the, how stunned they are when they get off the ride. I, there are a few times when the ride side people laugh at me. I go, no, no, turn it back on, please. And one of the, this last time I was there, there is, I swear, there is something that almost feels spiritual about riding this ride. It sounds so weird, but it is so beautiful. And you are, you feel so there's a feeling of freedom on this, like I've never experienced. And I was literally, I got off this ride, and there was this lady, she go, she, we were walking off the ride, because everyone's talking about it. You can't stop talking about it. And this lady goes, I, she goes, my mother just passed away recently, and I don't know what it was, but I felt such a connection to her. Wow. Like, like, there is, there is some weird i can't explain it. it is so bizarre because you are all you are is in front of a movie screen sitting on something that's moving back and forth but they got it down to where they move you when they need to move you they blow wind when they need to blow the wind they hit you with the mist when you i'm not even telling you everything because i crave the dives and because and you don't get that pit in your side i i'm not good at rides that um i don't like big hills and everything and for something that's able to make me do something that i've always wanted to do but have that fear of like almost like that motion sickness or that fear of the drop it's not there and there is it's such I wish I could explain it. I so want you guys to get on that ride. You need to get on that ride. There's just something. It is my favorite ride. There's just nothing that's ever made me feel like I was flying as close as I could be. You, like you said, when you, one of the attractions of Superman when you're younger, is he could fly. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to fly? Who doesn't want to be able to fly? It's the best superpower. Yeah, exactly. Now, why exactly you're not flying, you're on the back of a banshee or a dragon or whatever you want to call it. You don't really see it, but you can feel it. And But that sensation of I'm really flying is there. And Do you want to go get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> go get it. I don't know what you're getting, but You'll go see. get it. You'll see. Um, that's why it's my... Like, I get why... Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, and they should be number, and I could easily put those number one. I, you know, but boy, there's something about that experience. And like I said, going on it a few times, like if you went on it back to back, the second time is not as good as the first time. And after a while, you do get to know things that happen. But man, taking those dives and those swoops is so, it's freeing it's i i can't believe that a ride would make me feel like that it's it's hard to explain it really is and the great thing is if you don't know anything about avatar you don't need to they give you a nice a good enough setup um 
where you understand everything that's going on. And you don't really need to once the ride starts. You don't care about it being Avatar. You don't care about it being anything to do with Avatar because you're flying. And that's really what it boils down to. Well, I know Lily liked Pandora because the yeah. thing she wanted more than anything... A banshee, oh my she gosh. She got a banshee. That is great. You, Lily... I am so excited for you to go on that ride. You are going to love it um, so much. Have you seen these things? Yes. My daughter got a banshee, and it was something she saw before we even got to Disney World, and it's... It's awesome. It's, it's, oh, it look at up. that. His head's turning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my... Uh, like go. CJ totally thinks it's alive, by the way. We had to hide it. <laughs> He's not afraid of it. He thinks it's fine. Uh, yeah, you, may, you may have to hide it from me because um, it's <laughs> so. Yeah, sure. Here, here, make it go right up in here. And now it's not. Yeah. So that's what you're riding. That's what I thought. It. Yes, it is what you're riding. It's and the there are moments too, like when you're swooping down, and they even have moments of calm where it'll land for a couple seconds, and you're. How long is it? It's the ride itself, I want to say, is about four and a half minutes. It's pretty good. It's a decent ride. It's, yeah, you really, you feel like you you don't want it to end, but you don't feel cheated being on that ride. Well, if you're speaking that highly of it, I think that's got to be objective number one the next time we go. Mm -hmm. And judging by the numbers they're reporting, that could be next year. So, um, Lily, is there anything else we missed? Anything you want to add? Anything, any ride you want to talk about? That we missed. No, I don't think so. I don't call her the best color man in the business for nothing, <laughs> folks. So well, you... hey, thanks for joining us. I was glad you finally made it on. Yeah, that was fun. I'm talking to you. Yeah, I know. Okay, she's uh, playing with her banshee right now. <laughs> All right, Tim, this is a lot of fun. I knew this is something that we needed to get to eventually, and it just worked out perfectly that we had, you know, we were there within weeks of each other. Um... All right, I think that's all I've got for now. Anything from you, Tim? No, this was something. Yes, it was. And, and we, got... we just produced our very first ever three-hour podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, is it really? It's three hours and three minutes right now. If you um, made it to the end, you got you are yeah, you are incredible. I guess we you yeah I don't know we'll, we'll get you something someday somehow. And let us way. know what your favorite yes, attraction. Please, please, please. You know we'd love to hear. It.